piece, Ty. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the pod. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I am Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 11 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 11 starts out with Troy saying, she's proud of you. And ends with Gabriella singing, thank that star that made our wish come true. Aww. That's right. There's another song already. Oh, yes. <laughs> that that was a surprise, but we're not there yet. Nope. We got to get through a little bit more talking. Tondra, how you doing? It's it's June. It is. It's the end of June. I, th- I guess this episode will come out in July. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Is this is this our July 4th episode? No. 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 No, that's, that's this is our July 11th episode. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording ahead, yeah. folks at home. We're in the we're in the summer movie season. We are. I am really only looking forward to Barbie right now. Everything else is just kind of like, yeah, I'll go see Indiana Jones. I'll probably go see Oppenheimer just because. Yeah, you're on that Oppenheimer. Yeah, you're going to do them in the same day? No. But I've been enjoying seeing the TikToks that, like, are one person, like, one person going from one to the other and, like, changing their outfit. I'm getting a kick out of those. (laughs) What about Haunted Mansion? Heck yes, Haunted Mansion. Absolutely Haunted Mansion. Always Haunted Mansion. I saw the full trailer the other day, and, and I mean,. It looks like a movie. Like, it looks good. I'm excited that it's PG-13, which seems like a weird thing. But think, our other Disney movies that have been PG-13 are things like Pirates of the Caribbean, which the first three were real good in comparison to Jungle Cruise, which was PG and was less good. So I'm hoping they're leaning yeah. more into the spooky to make it I good. mean, yeah. A little bit more scary and a little bit of shirtless Lakeith Stanfields can't hurt. The trailer yeah, had that. I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rosario Dawson's always a delight, though. I love her. Owen Wilson. Danny DeVito. Yeah. T- Tiffany Haddish. We're, it's just a good cast. I'm looking forward to that one. And then, But you're right that the, the, the rest of the summer movie season doesn't seem like much unless you're a Mission Impossible head. Yeah, which I am not. And there's always things that come up and sneak in that end up being pretty good. But yeah, it's been a weird summer movie season. It was kind of front loaded. It was. In, in the way that they often are. Nowadays. But, but we're here to anyway. talk about High School Musical 3, senior year. And the continuing college talk between Troy and Gabriella, who clearly have had this conversation before because Troy says that he's proud of her. And then there's silence and it looks like they're going in for a kiss. (laughs) You're totally right. It does look like they're about to go in for a kiss. I think it's here. Here's my hot take. This scene actually kind of good. Like (gasps) it turned the corner. It turned the corner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tyler says nice things about High School Musical 3 senior year. I don't I, like it's not like good, good, but it's like it's closer to what a real movie is. Except that the set that they are on is so obvious and like the zoom outs and then it's just like very. Especially like when you're looking at like the star in like the hole in the background behind their heads. Yeah. Like there's like this skies full of stars. Yeah. But like, I don't know. 
are you familiar enough with Perks of Being a Wallflower? I, I've seen the, I've read the book, but I've not seen the movie. But like the general sense of like yeah. teen corniness, yeah, halfway between angst and ennui and depression yeah. and like those feelings. Like this is closer to a like a true teenage feeling mm-hmm. than I think we've gotten in most of the other movies, which which is just this feeling of calm and like. Troy being like, come on, your mom's just proud of you, and I'm proud of you. Like They do a cute they little laugh hand it off hold. And it, yeah, it's realistic, and it, it feels like things that actual teenagers would say a little bit. I think the hyperfixation on the distance that they would be apart is more accurate of what a <laughs> teenager would say. Yeah, so they're about to, they're, they're, they're like, it's not like actual leaning in for a kiss because it's not like there's a swell of music and then it gets interrupted comedically. Yeah. But there is this sort of like, they're just kind of looking at each other and you're like, it's a movie, so two people looking at each other for more than three seconds means they might kiss. Also, like, Troy is looking at her lips and stuff and, like, there's clear... <laughs> How do you know if he's looking at her lips or just at her face? What like, what is What are his eyes looking at? They're more down than just looking okay. at her face. And then she goes, but the thing about Stanford is it's 1,000. And then Troy finishes her sandwich. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize you were cueing me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he finishes by ending it off with 53 miles as if she has said yeah. this many times to to him before. Yeah. 1,053 miles. You know, Troy would walk 500 miles and Troy would walk 553 more <laughs> just, just to, to be Gabriella. the man who walked 1,053 miles to fall down at her door. So, I mean, I, it doesn't seem like like in terms of attainable distances, if 1,000 miles is like the, the standard, 53 more, I feel like Troy should be able to go. Also, like he has a car. I actually, I have, I'm very poor at judging distance, I'm not going to lie, because of where we live and everything is small, but I feel like it's probably actually, a long drive-ish. I actually did do a Google Maps on this. Thank you. Because I wanted to know how close the distance was in terms of like the writing. So when I did a Google Maps, I, I typed in Stanford University and Albuquerque, New Mexico, because we don't have a specific place where they live in Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. And it was 1,062 miles. Wow. So they were pretty close in the sense that like they were within 10 miles. of. So probably wherever, maybe it's where the pretend U of A is. I mean, the radius of Albuquerque, I'm sure, is a 10-mile zone. Yeah. And it would be about a 16-hour drive. Okay. That's not like the worst, but it's also not fun. Yeah. And that's the most direct route. There's also like an 18-hour version. I mean, if you're thinking about like New Mexico to California, even though they're only separated by two or three states, Stanford is in like the San Francisco, San Jose, like it's the about between middle. those. Yeah. It's up there in California, which means it's also all the way across California. Mm-hmm. Like the, the mileage east to west is a lot there, too. Mm-hmm. You're really basically going a quarter of the way across the country from New Mexico to the bay that is wild (laughs) even though you'd think like it's just the southwest like no it's 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 all the way and i'm sure our listeners that are 
more familiar with that part of the country are like, yeah, obviously. Y'all, we're from New England. You can drive through like all the states in one day. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you can go to Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. All in one day. If you count Connecticut as a state in New England, which some don't, including me. Because you're just like, it's a suburb of New York. And New York does not count. Now, there are there are parts of upstate New York that have New England vibes. Definitely. That I give a pass. But eh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. If you're in the Albany Cooperstown region of upstate New York, it still kind of feels like you're in New England. They're obnoxious about their history in the same way that New England is obnoxious <laughs> about their history, if that's what you're going for. Except there's burned dairies. Although though there are burned dairies if you go into Western Mass. Yeah, and yeah. I mean New Hampshire's so, a ton of dairies as well. But no, I'm talking about the specific oh. brand uh, or is it Stewart's? No. Stewart's is New York. Yeah. Yeah. The Stewart's like like the ice cream place that's also a gas yeah, station. Stewart's. <laughs> okay. Yes, th- there are some of those in Western Mass, is what I was saying. Yes, there are, but like Western, that's, that's like Western, an upstate like New York right... staple in my head. All right, but New England is it more dairy? Yeah. All right, so they're unnerved about time and how fast everything is going. Similar to our evaluation of how is it the heck? How the heck is it the end of June already? <laughs> <laughs> I just wish things would slow down so we could savor these moments together. Well, first it was stop time or at least slow down. So like they they reduce their expectations. They're like, yeah, obviously we can't stop time, but at least it could slow down a little. You know, if I could turn back time. I know. I was like, are they going to just break out into share? That would be a power move. <laughs> yeah, they should just do a jukebox. high school musical jukebox musical. Although I guess that's what the series is. Is it? Is it? Is it like Glee or? Well, it's not like Glee, but in the sense that like they're just doing High School Musical again. So are there new songs? Like they I'm assuming they do the old songs. Maybe there's new songs too. I know they Hard do say. some of the we old haven't songs, watched it. but I don't know. <laughs> so yes, so they're talking about how far it is, and then how fast everything is going, and then how fast is everything going. And then Gabriella says, I wish you'd all just stop. Yeah. Or at least slow down a little. And she's like leaning on Troy and they're holding hands and like they're real close and it's like cute ish. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I'm net positive on this scene. It feels more staged than other scenes, though. Like for their like relationship. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know. Like I said, I'm net positive on this scene, so I'm kind of like I'm kind of buying it. Like okay. it feels like this is what they would be doing. Like there's no like looming threat of Sharpay spraying water on them. Like <gasps> what a move! If just like halfway through this song, just <laughs> like a bucket, Sharpay's entrance. There's no other pretense going on. That's what's actually kind of interesting about this. Is like there's no other setup already in the movie. This is kind of the introduction of the Troy and Gabriella dynamic that the rest of the movie is going to be about in this scene. We have we don't have a hook to the movie yet, really. No. We're 11 minutes in and we don't necessarily have like a 
literal conflict that's not like internal conflict we don't like we don't have the the, the person the to person con- conflict yeah or the the conceit that's like oh this is the one where they're gonna do a musical like we don't know what they're doing yet we just know how they're feeling yeah um so while we're just kind of let, we're in a vibe heavy they're doing what they're expressing is like we're just going to be quiet and enjoy this moment and I mean, yes, it's a movie and it's a little tacky in the sense that like it's framed perfectly and her head nestles perfectly on his shoulder. But I kind of like how awkward it is where Troy is a little bit unsure. He doesn't exactly know what face like he's he doesn't have happiness on his face. He has a sort of unsteady feeling Mm -hmm. and Gabrielle is completely content. So that dichotomy in their emotions like Gabrielle is enjoying the moment and Troy is not enjoying the moment. As much as he wishes he could. Mm-hmm. There's something there. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Definitely. It just. How many episodes of the podcast did it take for Condra to be the one doubting and me the one to be the one who's bought it? See, the thing is, like, <laughs> this movie does not hold me the way one or two does. So, like, as much as I enjoy this movie, it's not like I'm always willing to go to bat for it in the same way I was for two. Mm, going to bat that makes me think of i don't dance i know you can <laughs> not a chance but connor they start singing a song they do and it's another jamie houston song so it's gonna be sad and have feelings uh just as uh, a reminder hate feelings just as a reminder for for listeners who maybe are new or don't remember from high school musical one or high school musical two Jamie Houston is the producer slash writer of Breaking Free, When There Was Me and You, as well as Every Day, You Are the Music and Me. So we've we've seen Jamie before in the high school musical world. This definitely, as you pointed out and joked in the green room, this has some funny callback to When There Was Me and You with Wishing on Stars. Hold on, Connor. I need to pause you right there because right at the beginning of the sentence, you said if there were any new listeners, but I'm unsure how any wildebeests would be listening to the podcast. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Maybe someone (laughs) who takes care of animals (laughs) listens to it on speaker because apparently our voices are soothing. I doubt that they are. Mine is a little grating. I know that. I edit this podcast. (laughs) And I do do this thing where I have this laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Just kind of, I kind of overdo the the background laughter, which is fine. But no, your point is taken that like a lot of the Jamie Houston songs have felt a little samey. Other than Breaking Free. Other than yes, Breaking Free. Um, specifically, the line at the end of this minute, Troy sings, "Can you imagine what would happen if we could have any dream?" <laughs> which feels a little weird like any dream but you only get one you get one dream it could be any dream but you only get one it's like the new disney movie wish that comes out later this year condra i was at sorry just just pause i was at the movie theater watching elemental and when i tell you i like got emotional watching two separate trailers (laughs) i got emotional watching the indiana jones trailer and i got emotional watching the wish trailer (laughs) it's just like it's gonna be so good i'm excited for wish but it also looks real corny in like the best possible way 
I was like, I don't know, but just like it seems like like they finally found the one where like it's gonna like it's just gonna be straight up our alley. Yeah. Like so I don't know if you get into those mo the, those moods where you're like it just feels like the tear ducts are a little bit looser today. Oh yeah. I mean, every time I listen to like Disney fireworks soundtracks, I'm like, why are my eyes welling up? I've watched this fireworks show how many times? <laughs> But it's not it's not trigger specific. It's just like I know that if I put on surface pressure, like I would probably start crying. OK, but just like just that's the mood I'm in. Okay. And then Elemental didn't make me cry, but whatever. Oh. But it was so sweet. It was so sweet. <laughs> um, But the fire the fireworks thing is funny. <laughs> I'm just like, I have no business getting emotional right now. I just love theme parks. I do, though. <laughs> um, Anyways. So, and then when he, you wish upon a star. And then he sings, I'd wish this moment was ours to own it and that it would never leave. This does not rhyme, which is driving me a little bonkers. It's Yeah, and it's got a little bit more of the, like, can you feel the love tonight cadence. Yeah. That it would never leave. And can, can you feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which we've had in the High School Musical song before. Yes. <laughs> Don't remember which one. So, yeah. And then it becomes a duet because Gabriella joins. What is interesting to me, the IMDb credit only credits Vanessa Hudgens, does not credit Mr. Troy Bolton for this song. Wow. Um, and you know, she says something about thanking that star that made our wish come true. When we all know from a previous Gabriella song. That wishing on a star just can't come true. Yeah. So, so which is it, Gabby? Which is it? Gross. I hate that. <laughs> Don't call her Gabby. Gab, if nothing. What's the previous song? Which is on it's star, when, we, when it was me true. and you. And there was me and you. Yeah, because I, like I liked the view. The view. <laughs> um, I guess she was feeling negatively when she sang that wishes on a star just don't come true. And now she's feeling more positively. If I was, mm, see, this is where my positivity doesn't extend to. <laughs> if I was feeling more positive, I would say, oh, it's an intentional callback from her previous frame of reference to now and showing how her opinions have evolved over time. But no, I just think it's probably lazy songwriting. I don't know. Because both are written by Jamie Houston, <laughs> it could be. Like, nothing they've said so far in this song is an iota of interesting lyrics. No, no, not at all. I, I agree with you there. I don't. Other than this sort of, like, slant rhyme that is imagine and happen. Yeah. But then that sets up for, like like you said, for the next line that, like, really doesn't rhyme to be, like, a little jarring, so... These first two songs are a little bit of a, a, a snoozers. There's something about like how you can some movies. You can get away with stuff in the first like 15 minutes of a movie because people are still getting used to what the movie is. Mm -hmm. And like the rules haven't been set yet. If there if these songs were this week at the end of the movie, then we'd have something to be concerned about. Yes, that is true. I'll give you that. But yeah, well, now or never was like, OK, this is more montage than song. Yeah. 
this one, this one's uh, this one. I'm 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 biting my knuckle and going. Uh, I don't know if this one's gonna do it. We'll have to find out. Now, what would be interesting was if it would be like if Chad and Taylor like start singing from the swing set below. Mm. Like, I don't know if it would make it better or worse if it became like a whole like group song or if it if it's meant to just be this quiet moment between Troy and Gabriella. I guess it's supposed to just be the intimate thing. Yeah, I mean it is. Have there been any other songs that are like just quiet duets between the two of them that like didn't turn into like sad power ballads or like yeah no because breaking free is supposed to be like a like a triumphant song and this well we have the Gabriella solo songs like go my own way well go your own way has the what about us in it yeah but that's that that wouldn't call that whole song duet no. I guess there's the song from the end of the previous movie. Yeah. And then, well, what I was thinking, too, is um, it's hard to believe I couldn't sneeze. Okay. But that one's, like, diegetic, so it's different. Like, Yeah. Oh, I guess that was the other thing I was going to ask was, is, are they singing this song IRL? Mm. And, like, are the other people at the party like, oh, I guess Troy and Gabriella are singing up there. That's what they do. The other one is um, You Are the Music in Me. So that one. You are the music. And then everybody joined that one, though, yeah. so it doesn't count. It kind of counts. Na, 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 na. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I yeah, it, they, they all join in, but, like, they're also. There, there are versions of You Are the Music in Me where it's just the two of them. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is they use that song so many times in the movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot. There's Sharpay's version, too. Yeah. Wild. But no diegetic, non-diegetic for this song. What's your take? I'm going to go non-diegetic. It's another fantasy sequence for them. Yeah, I would have to agree. I don't I just don't think that Troy's confident enough to like actually sing in a moment of intimacy like this. Yeah, I also think it would be a little weird for them just to be like sitting next to each other and being like song in your face. <laughs> This scene was also where I started to see like adult Zac Efron. Mm, mm-hmm. Like the the width of his face has come in a little bit. Yeah. Which was weird because the basketball, he didn't seem like, like he's definitely not as scrawny as he was, but like he didn't seem as built. But now he's got a little bit of that adult build yeah. to him, which is fine. The last note I had was that when you pause the minute, Gabriella's making a, like her eyes are half open. So her face looks silly. Yeah. She she <laughs> unfortunately has some bad pause moments, just in general. <laughs> yeah, throughout throughout these three movies. I mean, so does Sharpay, though. Sharpay has made some... Trying to do the screen grabs for this movie, it was so hard to sometimes get Sharpay with, like, not her eyes half-lidded. It was just like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's fine for a start of a song. Hopefully it gets there. Jamie Houston is kind of always a, like a hit or miss for me. So if it's a Matthew Gerard and Robbie Neville, I'm like, we're in for a bop. <laughs> I think if this song is just like a minute 30 and then over, then it's fine. I think the problem with a lot of the Jamie Houston songs is they end up being like whole three minute segments. Mm-hmm. And that like gets a little tiresome yeah as this song progresses i have 
a fun fact or two about it as well, but I'm not going to do Well, did now. you just throw those in for, as a teaser so people will listen to the next episode? Or hopefully so I'll remember to do it. Do you want to hear a fun fact? Well, then tune in next time. As long as I remember. <laughs> All right, is that it? That's it. Plug time. All right. Well, if you like going on social media, follow us. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Amateur Nerds. I'm personally on Twitter at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can also find us on Tumblr at Wildcat Minute. Yeah. Or you can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Email us your favorite song about distances. Is it 500 Miles by the Proclaimers or is it 1,000 Miles by Vanessa Carlton? Or Go the Distance in Hercules? Mm, but that's not a love song. It's a love song that's just about a, that's, himself. That's an I want song. <laughs> what is an I want song except a love song to oneself? Exactly. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out if witches on a star really do come true. <laughs> You can bet on it. <laughs>